0: This episode of the Next Level Nutrition Biz podcast is actually sponsored by me and my group program, Launch Your Nutrition Biz. So Launch Your Nutrition Biz is a 10-week group program that helps you start your nutrition business from scratch. So perhaps you're a student getting ready to actually finish your studies or maybe you're a new nutrition grad uh, looking to get your business started or maybe you graduated a while ago but you never really did anything with your nutrition business and that's why you're listening to this podcast podcast to actually help you to get things going, uh, this group program is for you. So in our 10 weeks together, we actually set up the entire foundation for your business from scratch and um, we set you up with a really solid plan for how you're going to attract new clients in, um, what kind of programs you're going to create, what kind of pricing model you're going to use and um, how to actually market and sell to people so that you have clients coming to you consistently and you're not trying to track people down. Because I know for a lot of us, we graduate and we have all of the intention to have all of these new clients coming in. And then days go by or months go by and no one's knocking down our door. And a lot of the time, the reason is that we're not really clear on who we're helping and we're trying to help everybody. So in the Launch Your Nutrition Biz group program, again, we get really specific on how you're going to help somebody specifically and how you're going to attract them in to want to work with you. So instead of you just hearing that, you know, oh, it'd be great to work with a nutritionist, you're going to have people saying, I need to work with you now because you're going to be really clear on what you do to help people and how you can help them and you're going to be constantly attracting them in with a really solid marketing and sales plan. So if you're interested in taking your business to the next level, actually starting it, actually scaling it and getting it ready to go um, for 2020, I want to invite you to go to stephanielong.ca slash group program. We're actively enrolling for the program right now until uh, friday january 17th that's when enrollment closes and then we get started on january 20th so it's just around the corner there's only a week and a half left to apply for the program so head on over again stephanielong.ca group program get in an application and i'll set you up with a call to see if the program's the right fit for you Hey there, welcome back to the podcast. This is our first episode of 2020. I took a few weeks over the holidays in 2019 to just rest, relax, um, not do much work at all, but I am ready to bring you guys some really incredible content for 2020. Feels super weird to say 2020. I feel like we're in space age right now, so I'm going to have to get used to saying that, but um, I do have some really good things coming for you guys in the next few months. I'm going To bring you a ton of really good key trainings to help you grow your nutrition business so last year we spent a lot of time talking about a lot of the fears that might be coming up about starting your business um, talking to other people that are trying to run a successful business some of the mistakes they've made or things they've learned and I'm still going to be bringing you guys that content but I'm going to bring some really kick-ass you know actionable advice to the podcast Um, starting today we're going to talk all about how to create an engaging Instagram bio and a lot of content like this is coming your way I will share more about what's coming in later episodes but for now I just really want to dig into today's content like I said all about creating that really good Instagram bio that when someone lands on it they know right away if you can help them with what problem they have so, number one, when it comes to social media in general, my thought is yes, you do need to be on social media these days if you're running an online business. Even if you're running an offline business, like an in person business, you do need to have some type of social media account to start, you know, really engaging your audience and start building that trust. So, whether this means that you're going to use Facebook or Instagram, LinkedIn, Pinterest, Twitter, whatever it is, we'll talk about you know the best one for you in a moment whichever one it is you really need to start utilizing this platform as a way to generate more interest from a potential client and also a place for people to find out more about you and learn from you and see you as an expert in the field So although we're talking about Instagram specifically today, I just wanna talk for a second about how you might choose which social media platform you should be using for your business. So number one, you need to figure out what type of audience it is you wanna be working with. So for example, are you working with uh, new moms who just had a baby and are trying to up their nutrition? If that's the case, where are new moms hanging out? My thought would be likely they're in Facebook groups trying to ask for advice from other new moms. They might also be on Instagram trying to get quick little tips and tricks and look at photos and see what other moms are doing. Likely they're just gonna be on and off social media really quickly. So you wanna be on the platforms that they're gonna be on. Um, Maybe you want to work with corporate women or corporate men that are busy and they don't have much time. Um, Likely they're probably not spending a ton of time on Facebook or Instagram and I would say that they're probably more on LinkedIn. Again, maybe you're wanting to work more with um, millennials who are busy and kind of like in their career and are working really hard and, you know, are trying to build a community of people like-minded, you know, likely they're probably going to be on Instagram. That's where a lot of that millennial age group is hanging out. So whatever it is that you're choosing to be on, whatever platform it is, make sure that it's one that your ideal client is actually on. So sure, you might love Facebook, but maybe your clients are actually on LinkedIn, so you need to have a good idea of where these people are living and then start producing content there. So like I said, today we're gonna to talk all about Instagram. Instagram is where my audience usually is, so where you guys like to hang out. Um, I do get a lot of audience members on Facebook as well, but I'm gonna be o- honest. Um, I know my audience loves Instagram, and I also love Instagram, so that's what we're gonna focus on today. And I wanted to bring you a really actionable episode about how to really create that engaging Instagram bio, which is that you know profile page that when someone wants to you know become a follower, Or check you out, the first thing they're gonna see is that bio, and it's gonna be the thing that's gonna, you know, make or break them following you or not. And not to put too much pressure on it, but these days, you know, people have very short attention spans. They wanna know, you know, what's in it for them if they're gonna follow along. And if you're not using all of that real estate on your bio to actually engage, a potential client and speak to them and, and make them want to follow along with you you might lose that potential of them ever joining you in your community so we want to make sure that we have the bio set up in a way that's attracting them and giving them a lot of information about who you are and how you can help them and there's just a few tweaks we need to make to that bio to make it very engaging and also sellable. Because at the end of the day, we do want to have paying clients, but if we're not creating an environment where we're trying to sell to people or they feel like you have something to offer them, then we might be losing out there. Okay. So there are four key steps that come to creating a really engaging Instagram bio. And I'm going to break them down talking about the photo you're using, uh, the name field, and we're going to go into detail about what that means. It's a very important field and a lot of us don't even think about how to utilize this. We're going to talk about the main portion of your bio. So what you're writing about who you are and and who you can help. Uh, We're going to talk about... That website portion where you can say, "Hey, go check out my website," and how you might be underutilizing that right now, and how we can really um, increase some value of getting to pe- getting people to click on that link. And then lastly, we're going to talk about the highlights. So the highlights, if you don't know what those are, when you go to someone's bio, there are these little circles that you can press and it's actually Instagram stories that you've created. And again, Instagram stories only live for 24 hours. So you essentially can take that you know, short-lived Instagram story and put it into a highlight and have it live there forever, <laughs> have it live there for a long time. But there's a really key way to set up your, your Instagram highlights so that they're kind of like a mini website in a sense, and they are in a sense a sales machine as well. So we're going to cover these four things, but let's get started with your photo. So the number one thing I would recommend when it comes to your Instagram photo is one, have the photo be of you, not of a logo. And number two, have a very clear photo of your face. So again, just like I said, we want to make sure that you know, even if you have the most beautiful logo for your business, people aren't attracted to looking at a logo, it, it feels too static to them, and people want to really know who you, who you are, who the person is behind the business. So let's drop any of the logos, no, let's not use those in the Instagram um, bio in the photos, And let's use a clear photo of your face. So again, try not to use a photo of you, you know, say standing at the beach far away or sitting at a desk looking away, like try to use a clear photo of your face where people can really start to recognize who you are. So you can even check out my Instagram, um, stephanielong.ca as an example. And while you're there, you know, click follow. I'd love for for you guys to follow along with me. And you can see that the photo I've used is a really clear photo of my face. Now, if you also want to create some consistency across all of the social media platforms that you're using, you can use that same picture on your Facebook or on your Pinterest um, or on Twitter, just so that, you know, people know that that's the same person on all these different platforms. So that's totally up to you if you want to use the same picture that might just help with consistency. But again, we want that clear photo of you and your face. That's going to be super, super important. Um, Even if this isn't a branded photo, meaning you didn't do this photo shoot and get this beautiful makeup picture of your face. um, Whatever picture is going to be clearest and is going to really show people who you are you know what you look like on the daily that's going to be the picture you're going to want to use so something that's inviting it's clear you're making eye contact people can clearly see you please use a photo like that but the number one thing here is to use that photo of yourself because that's going to really attract people more than a logo or any other kind of picture ever would so let's change up that photo is number one Number two is that name search field. So if you're wondering what I mean, this is literally the field in Instagram when you're creating or editing your bio where it says name and usually you'd put your name in. So for me, I'd put Stephanie Long. Well, I want to challenge you here to not just put your full name. I want you to put perhaps your first name and then I want you to use the other part of this field to actually add in your title. So what you do or how you help people. So for example, let's say your name's Sarah and you are a prenatal nutritionist or you wanna help people with prenatal nutrition. Well, I would say in the name search field, put Sarah and then you can put a little dash or a little emoji or a little slash or whatever it is to separate the words. And you'd say Sarah dash prenatal nutritionist. Or maybe your name's Rachel and you're a fat loss coach. You'd put Rachel dash fat loss coach or Jessica dash plant-based practitioner. So you can see here that what I'm doing is just putting your name with your title all in that name search field. And the whole reason for this is because that name search field is a searchable field, meaning that when someone goes and types into Instagram in the search bar, and maybe they're typing in plant-based nutrition or vegan nutrition or something like that, or fat loss or prenatal nutrition, um, if you just have your name like Sarah, Sarah Rogers, let's say, in the name search field, um, nobody is really searching for Sarah Rogers. Unless you're very big, you're, you're a huge brand, you're probably not listening to this if that's that if you're at that place you know you've probably already made a really big name for yourself so if you're just starting out or you're trying to grow your um, your community and your platform I would really suggest putting who you are and what you do in that name search field because people are going to be searching for prenatal nutritionist or plant-based nutrition more than just your name so you're going to have a better reach if you put in again what your title is and people are going to search for this and you might actually end up in their search list so this is a great way to really utilize that search field and um, optimize the pl- uh, optimize your bio so that people are actually finding your page and you're also illustrating to them exactly who you are and what you do within that name field so it's going to be way more um, beneficial and stand out a lot more to actually have that information just very straight out again you can check out my profile as an example I believe mine says Stephanie and it says Nutrition Biz Coach. So again, you might not have enough characters, meaning like you can't put enough words or letters in the name search because it only lets you have so many words. So for mine, I think I had to shorten business to biz, but um, you get to choose what that's going to look like for you. So again, make sure it still makes sense. Make sure you're not short forming something that no one's going to search for. Um, You might have to play around with the wording there, but it is going to be really, really important for you to have your name and your title in that name search field. Okay, number three is your bio. So this is more of the meat and potatoes, like what people are reading. And it's really that kind of quick little section where people are going to read it and decide, you know, I like this person. They're my kind of person. They sound like someone I want to follow. And they're going to hit that follow button. Or they're not going to know who you are, or what you do. And they're not going to be engaged to actually follow along. So we want to make sure the first thing we're doing in the bio is saying who you help so this could be literally an i help statement like let's use sarah the prenatal nutritionist as an example this could say um, i help women prep their bodies for pregnancy with a plant-based diet or i help women prep their bodies for pregnancy so they can have a diet or so they can have a pregnancy without symptoms so you can see here you're saying exactly who you help so You're saying I help and then women. So again, maybe this is kids or women or men or families, like whatever your niche is, you're going to have to fill in that spot. So I help women prep their bodies for pregnancy. So you're telling them what you're doing or they're prepping the body for pregnancy um, and then how you're going to do it or what that's going to help them do. So maybe it is with a plant based diet. That's how you're helping them you know, prep their body or whatever your example is, um, you know. help them with their symptoms you know everybody wants to be symptom free during pregnancy so if you're saying I'm helping you prep your body so you're symptom free that's going to be a lot more of a driving factor for them to want to follow you because you're going to obviously be sharing tips and tricks of how to avoid having those um, terrible pregnancy symptoms another example could be if we use um, Rachel, the fat loss coach, as an example, she could say, I help women lose those stubborn five pounds while still eating dessert. So this is engaging because you're they're talking right to the pain point of that person, the person who wants to lose five pounds, but maybe doesn't want to do it in the traditional diet way, you know, so that you're kind of saying to them while well, still eating dessert. So you're showing them it's not going to be restrictive. It, they're still going to be able to enjoy the things that they love. So that statement is saying a lot saying, you know, I help women lose those stubborn five pounds. So they're going to lose the weight while they're still while they're still eating dessert. Again, very engaging. It's telling them exactly who you are, what you're going to help them do, and what they get out of it. Um, Another example is, I help women stop counting calories and feel good in their bodies without dieting. So this could be maybe more for like the food freedom coach who is, you know, trying to stop that um, diet culture of counting calories or counting macros and um, help people feel good in their bodies without having to do the traditional dieting. So, again, you're going to have to play around with how many words you can fit into the bio, um, but we just want it to be very specific. And here's one more example. Um, so, maybe we're talking about Jessica, the plant based practitioner. Uh, she might say something like, I help millennials transition to a 100% plant based diet. So I help millennials. That's very specific. That's a specific age range. Maybe she's um, helping both men and women. She could say female millennials if she wants to be more specific. Um, And she's helping them transition to a 100% plant-based diet. So she's showing that she's looking for that person who's maybe eating a little bit plant-based but wants to go fully plant-based. You know, she is definitely looking for a specific type of client. So when someone falls onto her page or comes across her page they can actually self-identify you know am i a millennial yes or no and do i want to go plant-based so it gives the person the opportunity to really self-assess and see you know are you the right person for them and can you help them so again do i want am i a You know, a pregnant woman looking to prep my body or looking to prep my body for pregnancy. You know, if that's something that's in my horizon, I might want to follow that practitioner or that nutritionist so that I can really learn from them. And so that, you know, when I need some support, I'm already following along. So that's where you can really boost that bio and say who you help. Um, So what you want to avoid doing here is putting in those traditional things like um, I'm a mama of three or I love my cat or, um, you know, world traveler um, or, you know, like kind of those terms about yourself that you might say even though those are cute and fun um, and you if you have some space you might be able to put in one or two that really speak to who you are but for the most part think about your bio like real estate we don't want to um, waste it on things that aren't really driving home our message so if being a mom of three has nothing to do with how you help millennials transition to a 100 percent plant-based diet you might not want to put that in so again, we want everything to kind of be aligned to that vision of you know who we wanna work with and show them that we're the right person for them. Um, so again, we wanna have that I help statement and then we, might want to add in um, some type of call to action which is going to engage them to click our website link. So our website link there's in your Instagram bio when you're editing your bio there's a little section to put your website. Now this might be different if you're using a a personal Instagram account. You might not have the option to add website in. Um, There might not be like a specific uh, section for that. So you might just write your website right in to your bio, where if you're using a business account, there is an actual field called website where you'd add in the website that you want to be using here. So that would be um, you wouldn't have to u- write the website right into the bio. You would use this other field for that, but you still want to let people know why they should be clicking this website button um, and engaging them to go ahead and click it through some text that we're going to add into the bio so this is again um, going to engage them to you know take that next step and actually maybe you know click the link to book in a call with you or click the link to um, buy an ebook from you or to download your freebie or to watch your webinar so you need to decide you know what am i asking people to do like why am i asking them to click this link do i want one-on-one clients right now and if that's the case you might want to you know say to them um want to get uh yourself on a 100% plant-based diet, um, click here to work one-on-one. Or you might want to say, looking to lose those five pounds, let's work Let's work together. And then kind of a little link for the website with an application page. So you need to decide, you know, what are you driving those people to do? And that's where you're going to actually choose what kind of words you're going to put as your call to action in the bio. So, for example, um, for, you know, Sarah, who's helping people with prenatal nutrition, she might say something like, um, looking to um, prep your body for the perfect pregnancy, click here. So, you know, somebody's way more engaged to click that because they want the perfect pregnancy, you know, and... Sarah's promising some kind of guide or action step that she's going to give them. um, if they click there, if you're just saying, check out my website, um, or book a call, you're not really giving a lot of clear direction. So give them a reason to want to click that by being really clear about, you know, um, click here to get this or want to lose those last five pounds, you know, book in a call or want to feel good in your body without dieting click here Um, again you want it to be similar to the messaging you wrote in your I help statement but you want it to be clear and direct and really give them a reason like I said before to click that link. Um, But be conscious of what kind of action you're asking them to take. So for example, asking them to book in a call by clicking a link, that's a really big action. So they might not be ready right away to actually just go ahead and book in a call. They might need to download a freebie first and learn, you know, something from a guide um, that you've given them information in. And then from the guide, you might want to ask them to book in the call. So you really need to decide, you know, are you trying to do like a soft sell? and get them on your email newsletter, get them to book, um, or sorry, get them to get your freebie and then perhaps ask them to book in a call later down the road. Or are you trying to do a harder sell and get them right away to book in a call? Um, so you're going to be changing this part of your bio up, you know, every time you have a new offer, um, or you're trying to promote a new program, you might want to change the bio up to actually reflect that. Obviously, try not to change this every single day, but let's say, for example, you're trying to book one-on-one clients right now. You might have a call to action getting them to book in and then perhaps, you know, in six months time or three months time, you're doing a group program and you might just um, change up that bio a little bit to actually engage them to now apply for the group program. So again, your bio doesn't have to be static. You can change it as you go along and don't worry if you need to make changes or um, if you need to make tweaks to it. This in general, changing the things that I'm recommending here are going to make a big difference. So even if it's not perfect right now, just make a few shifts and changes and you can always clean it up as you go all right and then the other thing i wanted to say about your um, website is you can choose one of two things or one of three things really you can choose to just put um, whatever website address you want people to go to so let's say for example right now i'm promoting my group program launch your nutrition biz so in my bio i might just have my stephanielong.ca website address and i might put um, slash group program so when someone clicks on that on it they go directly to my group program sales page so that's a very specific you know that's sending them to one place um, it's a very specific journey I'm sending them on and I'm only directing them you know one one way I'm not giving them multiple options um, so you can send them to one specific website address or you could add something like link tree Um, L-I-N-K-T-R-E-E, Linktree. That's a website where you can actually add multiple links to one page. So you might add um, a link to your one-on-one coaching page and maybe a freebie that you have. And maybe you're asking them to book in a discovery call. You can actually add multiple buttons for them to click. And then through Linktree, all you're going to do is add that Linktree link to your Instagram bio. And when they click it, they're going to see three or four or five, however many different options on the Linktree page. So you're more than welcome to use this option if you're trying to promote multiple things at once. The one thing I would say here is try to minimize how many things you're actually recommending. I would say try not to have any more than three max because you don't want people to look at your list and not know what action to take. So again, ideally we're only promoting a. few things you know one two three things at once um, so that people know exactly you know what it is we're focusing on and then our link tree page should only have a few things on it so we're not overwhelming people and we're actually you know giving them clear direction where they should be clicking So you're welcome to do Linktree, but I've also found another way that um, is similar to Linktree. So it's, you know, giving people multiple buttons to click um, or multiple options to check out my content, but I actually created this page on my own website. So I use Squarespace and um, on Squarespace, there is a way that you can add what is called an Uh, not linked page. So it's something that's not showing in your navigation bar on your website. It's kind of like a secret page. And what I've done is actually gone and created it to look like a Linktree page. So I have a little picture of myself. I have my Instagram handle, my stephanielong.ca handle there. And then I have three buttons that actually go to, I believe my freebie and one is promoting my Facebook group and one is promoting my group program. And so on Squarespace, I've just created these buttons that link over to those specific pages. And I've just named that page stephanielong.ca slash links. So when someone goes to stephanielong.ca slash links, it's going to look like Linktree, but it's actually going to my personal website. And the reason I really like this is because number one, um, when somebody clicks on that, I'm getting um, the hits to my website. So you know, um, my search uh, optimization is going up every time someone's clicking on that. Um, my website is getting more hits on it. Um, people are getting the opportunity to go to my website and potentially look around and see if anything else I'm offering might serve them. And it's really just me being able to collect all those people right onto my website platform versus versus them going to Linktree and me not being being able to track you know who those people are or where they're going on on my website and it's also not really helping my Google ratings as well so I really like having my Squarespace page have this option instead so I can see you know where people are going and where they're clicking and also give them the opportunity to uh, look around at the rest of my website. So again, you could do a single link to your website, you could use Linktree, or you could create your own kind of Linktree page on your own website um, to send people to. The biggest thing here is, again, don't overwhelm people with with too many call to actions, just give them a few things that they can do. And if you are like trying to actively enroll in a specific program, I would just give them one option. And then when you're done enrolling, you can change that to maybe potentially different options. Okay, so we've talked about the photo, the name search field, the bio, making sure that you have an I help statement and a call to action. And then the last thing I wanna talk about is the highlight section. So like I mentioned at the beginning, highlights are um, those little circles that you see on someone's profile page that are Instagram stories that have been saved to basically a little folder on your bio. So you might see some people have highlights, you know, they've some people um, have taken their stories and made highlights. Some people don't have the highlight option. Um, They just haven't gone ahead and set that up. And what I'm going to really suggest you do is utilizing this because this is a place to actually engage more people to learn about you and learn from you. And you're really, again, missing out on that real estate if you're not utilizing that highlight section. Now, before you go ahead and you create a highlight for your kids and your cat and your um, husband and you know all of your personal life stuff, what I would suggest you do here is create some very specific highlights um, that are going to, in a sense, or in essence, um, be like a mini website for you. So if you're wondering what I mean, it would be that you're adding highlights that are kind of like your About Me page on your website and also like your services page on your website. Um, and testimonials so we're using instagram to act as that place to catch people and to show them you know who does you help um testimonials from past clients you know a little bit about you and then they're learning and they're they're feeling connected to you and then that's going to engage them to potentially go and click on that website link to learn more about you um, in a more formal way. So the highlights I would suggest that you have are number one, your story. So creating some Instagram stories, they're talking about you and your journey. So again, if you're Sarah and you're a prenatal nutritionist, you know, what started you on the journey of becoming a prenatal nutritionist? Perhaps you've had your own baby and your prenatal journey was super rocky and you didn't feel great and it was really hard to conceive and you couldn't eat any foods during pregnancy and perhaps you don't want anyone else to feel that way that's going to be really um, big for people to connect to so you if you were to share that in a Instagram story and save that as a highlight anytime anyone goes to your Instagram bio they can click um, the your story or about me and learn about you so it's kind of um like a generator of information that's living there all the time. So you could be sleeping and someone from Australia um, looks at your Instagram bio, listens to your story or reads your story, and then is really engaged to want to work with you. So again, it's another place to potentially collect some potential clients. So your story is going to be really big. One thing I did, and you can go and check out my story highlight on my um, Instagram bio, um, is I actually did, you know, a big journey of, you know, me starting my nutrition business and how it took me a few years, you know, of trial and error to get things going. And I've had so many people reach out to me saying it was very inspirational because I share pictures and I shared the struggles and I shared how the reality of how long it takes to get a business going. And that was really engaging for people. So don't feel like by you sharing, you know, the struggles or your situation of, you know, what you went through that that's going to um, diminish your expertise or, um, Um, show that you're not an expert or an authority I would say in the contrary this is creating a really good connection with them and showing them that you really do understand and that you've been there and you've been through this as well. So your story is the first thing you want to add. The next one is testimonials or like client love or client feedback. So this could be like written testimonials people have sent you. Um, It could be even like if your client has made a little video testimonial for you or even an audio testimonial. Maybe you've had someone in Instagram direct message say, through an audio message. Hey, thank you so much. I learned so much. This is great. You know, I'm now feeling so much better. My, you know, whatever their wins were, if they did an audio message, you could even just screenshot that or record that and um, have that living in your story. That would be very compelling for people to listen to or to see. So again, any kind of written messages, even if you've shared something on Instagram and someone said, this is so helpful, I'm gonna try that out, like thank you for sharing, grab those, screenshot those and clean them up and put them in your Instagram story and then save them as a highlight. So people really wanna see that other people have tried your services, that they've gotten results. Um, You know, We always kind of wanna see that other people have tested something out before we're the first one to do so. So make sure you're showing them that you know, other people are liking your content or that other people have gotten success throughout your programs. Again, you might just be starting out and maybe this is just friends and family sending you a message saying, hey, I love what you're doing. You know, screenshot that and share it because it's still social proof that, you know, there are people out there that are gaining um, some type of advancement from what you're sharing. The next thing is sharing about your services or even a button or a highlight called work with me. So again, like what is it that you're offering? Like, do you do one-on-one coaching? You know, talk about that on Instagram stories. Talk about what it looks like when someone joins your food freedom program or when, you know, somebody switches to a plant-based diet, you know, how you help to guide them through that process. So talk about like what it is you do, how you help people and um, give them like a snapshot of, you know, if someone wants to work with you one-on-one, what would that look like? because then they can click on that services or work with me highlight and really see, you know, if I was to invest in um, Jessica to help me with a plant-based diet, here's what it's going to look like and here's what I'm going to get and here's how she's going to help me. So again, we really want to show people, we want to illustrate what it is we can do for them. And then the last one I would suggest adding is something called mini trainings, or you can use another word for mini trainings, but just something that's going to show that, um, you know, you know your stuff and you're an authority and you do have a specialization in this area. So that might be you getting on Instagram stories once in a while. And again, if you're the plant based nutritionist you're sharing about like the top five um, plant-based protein sources or you're talking about how to make that first step to switch to a plant-based diet or maybe you're talking about your favorite um, plant-based products Um, so you're teaching people you're educating them you're sharing with them about this topic or again if let's say you are um, helping people lose five pounds you know maybe you're sharing um, different ideas on like how to work out, or a mini training on how to, um, if you're into like tracking macros, like how to track your macros. Like, there's lots of different ways you could do this. It's basically you teaching and sharing how someone could be doing something or what they could be doing. Um, and don't worry about giving away your best stuff. You know, you're sharing in a very broad and generic way here. You're giving, um, very open-ended advice saying here's this is what you could be doing you're not giving personalized recommendations here so people are still going to need that and that's where they're going to watch your mini trainings and they're going to say wow that's really helpful you know she knows what she's talking about perhaps she could help me personally so again don't worry about giving away your best stuff we really do want to do that we want to share that we know what we're talking about um, but you want to also save these mini trainings in a highlight so that people can go back to these and watch these at any point point. and if you've maybe done a training on you know how to help people transition to a plant-based diet and that's a question you got get a lot about you can always send people to that highlight and just say you know what i did a mini training on that exact thing why don't you go check out the highlight and give them directions how to go watch that So again, if you also don't know what kind of mini trainings you could be doing, um, think about the common questions you're being asked from people who follow you or your friends and family or people in your niche and create some content, you know, based on those like frequently asked questions. Um, And then again, you're going to save yourself time that anytime someone else asks that question, you can just send them right over to that mini training. So just to review the highlights should be your story, testimonials, services, and mini trainings. Um, So you might have four, you might even add some more like um, more personal ones. Like maybe this is where you're gonna say like mama to three, you know, and it's like pictures and videos of your kids um, or some of the more personal stuff. And that's okay. You're allowed to have the personal stuff here, but definitely make sure you have those four highlights that I said earlier, and then you can add some more of the other stuff in. Um, But the other stuff, you know, is kind of second note to, to the business stuff. We want to make sure that your profile, again, is really directing people of like who you are, how you can help them, where you're sending them to learn more. And then you're giving them those highlights to really dig deeper and see that, you know, you have a story too, that other people have worked with you and that, you know, um, have entrusted in you, and that um, there are certain ways that people can work with you. And you're outlining that all. So you're not leaving people guessing, you're really showing them and showcasing right on the Instagram page how they can learn more from you. So I hope this mini training was helpful. Um, I know the Instagram bio is something that we kind of overlook and we might not put a lot of thought into, but believe me, I've seen a lot of um, progress on my Instagram page and a lot of more of my ideal clients, which is very important. A lot of my ideal clients are actually now following me, where before I had more generic people. So even if your numbers are low, but you have, you know, your perfect ideal clients following you, that's all that matters. You don't need the 10K or the 20k followers if those people aren't people that are going to buy from you in the end so with having a bio that's very clear very concise very to the point you're going to attract the right people versus the wrong people and this is going to make all the difference So I hope this was helpful. Um, I would love for you to, again, go on over to stephanielong.ca. Follow me. Say hi. I will definitely message you and let you know that I'm so happy you've joined my community. And just take a look at what I've done, um, you know, to actually change my profile up to make it a little bit more user friendly. And I hope this was helpful for you. Check you guys later. Bye. Before you go, I wanted to remind you that Launch Your Nutrition Biz group program is now open for enrollment, um, but we are closing the doors next Friday, January 17th. So I want to make sure that if you're interested in joining us for this round, please head on over to stephanielong.ca, fill out the quick application, and I'll get you set up with a clarity call so we can chat to see if it's a good fit for you. And I want you to make 2020 your year. I don't want you to wait anymore. I don't want you to hesitate. I don't want you to spin your wheels on your own. I truly want to be the one to help you get this business going so if this feels like a right fit for you head on over again stephanielong.ca slash group program fill out the application and we'll be chatting soon thanks for listening in if you like this episode feel free to leave us a review share the episode with a friend or take us on social media catch you next time